from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I tell one embarrassing story from our childhood. Oh, we sure do. And I have, <laughs> I have so many, Aaron. I have so many. I don't want to hear it. I just want one. we've been able to keep this going for I two just... years. <laughs> I just want one right now. Give me, give me one right now. Not too <sighs> bad. Don't give me like some fucking like they threw rocks at me. I don't want to hear the Mountain Dew on the head story. No, 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 no. Because uh, it's got to be something I did that was embarrassing. Is it? It's not something embarrassing that happened to me. It's got to yes. be something I did that was embarrassing. Let's see. Um, I used to wear headphones and listen to CDs on my walk home. Okay. And I would sing really loudly. Oh no. And I thought that the people in my neighbor, like that I was walking home by, in my head I was like, they probably really love hearing me sing. They probably really love it. Did they ever confront you? Were they ever like, hey Jeff, you fucking suck? <laughs> no, no, I because I never like saw I anybody thought that this on my was going home. there. I was like, this is gonna get dark and sad. No, it's just like it was. And in retrospect, I'm like, oh my god, I can't even i i wish i had the confidence that i did then of being like i'm just gonna sing off key with headphones on so i can't really hear myself clearly i i have mine so i used to uh wear a lot of sweatpants my freshman year and there are ones that zipped off at the knee to turn into shorts as Mm. you know pants are off to do and i was like maybe i'm just gonna wear one pant leg on and one pant leg off like Titus in Final Fantasy. And then I remember I was like, no one's gonna because that's not like it's before like video games were like cool. Like no one admitted mm-hmm. to playing anything until one time this person was like, Are you wearing your fucking pants like Titus in Final Fantasy? Jesus Christ. And like just straight called me out while I was waiting to get picked up from school. And obviously it has haunted me to this day as like <laughs> I have to hide everything for the rest of my life. See, now here, the moral of the story is that we were awesome teenagers and everyone else sucks. Yeah, exactly. The The moral of the story is we were cool teens and now we are still cool teens. And we're still cool teens doing a cool teen podcast. In which every week we take a listener prompt and we spin them into a role-playing game character. Aaron, do we have a prompt this week? We do. My God, that segue. That segue rolled as smoothly <laughs> as an actual one. Our prompt this week comes from friend of the show, Da Moon Rules. Da Moon Rules is host of Inside the Master Studio on the Audio Entropy Network. I was lucky enough to be a part of that podcast, and you should go check it out immediately. Hi, buddy. And the prompt is a rogue snowy owl. All right. Good, simple, clean. I like it. Yes. So I have I have two things for you before we start. Okay. Hit me. So do we want to do... I know you're going to say, why can't it be both? But I still have to ask. Do we want to do the story of a rogue is in like D&D? Because I, of course, looked up the word in Merriam-Webster. And one of the definition is resembling or suggesting a rogue elephant, especially in being isolated, aberrant, dangerous, or uncontrollable. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, I for sure just want to tell the story of a snowy owl that plays by no one's rules. Okay, then, okay, then that is what we should roll with, just to start. So, it's like, so this owl, let me roll for pronouns right quick. D6 roll, 1 to 2 he, 3 to 4 she, 5 to 6 they. That's right. Sometimes it's good to remind. Uh, 3, German Shepherd, so she. Okay. So, she just is uh, a loose cannon, playing by her own rules. But is it dangerous or oh, uncontrollable? Sure. Like, this, is, yeah, this an uncontroll- sure. is this an isolated owl? We're going to say in the north, we have established that there is a region called, like, Glacia. Mm-hmm. And, like, they and she lives alone in, like, the ice? Yes. And why? I, like, it has an uncontrollable power or has an uncontrollable, like, past? Like, it has a dangerous past? Or is this mm. a power that's, like, I have to be away from everyone? Or I was shunned? Hmm. This is an outcast. Like was hmm. cast out, right? You know? We can decide that later. We can decide that later. Let's 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 decide that later. Cause I have like there's ever like a lot of appealing options and I kind of want to see where we land. Like yeah, yeah, come yeah. back to it. Cool. We'll come we can come back to all that. Let's start with a game. Alright. I've got central casting in front of us. Uh we can go through some background stuff. I would love to. Um, let's see. Do we like any I, any amount of information of that, like you know, it's always like their cultural level and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It always informs us just a little bit. We don't have to shy away from any tables. Yeah, except the bad ones. Right, right, for sure. There's a few tables <laughs> that we will absolutely shy away because they are garbo. Um, give me a D10 for the culture that they grew up in. All right, seven civilized. Okay, so they're from just, like, normal life, just, like, living right. in a town, blah, 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 nothing, like, no, roi- what were the other options? Like, what are, what's the opposed to what? Uh, nomad, primitive, civilized, decadent, oh, which is, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, big yeah. city life. Okay, so this is just someone who lives in, like, a town. Right. She grew up in a small town. We'll call it, uh... It's gotta be Owly. What's, like, a birdie name? We will call it... Feathercrest. Feathercrest. The small port town of Feathercrest. Okay. Is everyone a bird in Feathercrest or no? I don't think so. Okay. It's just a, it's a mixture of cultures. It's just a port it's a port town. Yeah, it's a port town, so I think there's a lot of a lot a lot of variety, a lot of diversity. Okay. I dig a lot this. Of pe- a lot of people, you know. It's where sailors kind of come and go. Okay, I dig it. It's similar in that way to like mud trap, except I think this is more of like a busy terminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the place that act that like business happens. Mud trap is the place where people go to unwind. I dig it. I like this. The feathercrest like refuel. Feathercrest is similar to like the shipping terminal in a major city where it's just constantly happening twenty four seven. Yeah. Okay. Very hopping nightlife in Feathercrest. I, I like that night. There's a nice night market there. Yeah. Uh, give me a D hundred for their like uh, social status. Okie dokie. 66. Add four to that. So 70 gets us. Makes no difference. It's comfortable either way. Okay. So so she grew up in... Uh, uh, she grew up comfortable in this uh, port town. Probably... I think her family was probably like... Mer- like, do we think that she was... Uh, like, came from sailors or from merchants or maybe something illicit? Maybe it's in her... Maybe it's like her family business is crooked. Let's say that her 
family in a shipping town. Okay, let's just let's figure this out. Let's deduce. In a shipping town, right, like a busy mm-hmm. port. It's mostly like Feathercrest is mostly you said where business happens. Yeah. So there would have to be food, lodging, and entertainment. There's probably, and, like, there's also, like, uh, you know, docks and warehouses and people unloading boxes and that, like, all that kind of, like, piratey seven seas. All right, cool. Then, uh, no, with that, I think that uh, this owl, what do you want her name to be? Hmm. She's a snowy owl. I know her first name is Hale. What if that's her last name? Her name is Quill Hale. Oh, God, that's so good. Okay, so Quill Hale. I am seeing as seeing as her family runs like a small bar, like a tavern. Okay. Like a, we said, there's a night market. So let's say it's just like a very small, not quite dive bar, but literally small. Like as in, uh, like those small bars in Japan that are literally like a one room where you go and like four people can sit in them. Those lined the streets of Feathercrest in, like, the night market district. And her family runs one. Because they're comfortable, but they're not, like, rich. So she grew up maybe, like, as a dishwasher in this bar. Yeah. Okay. I, um, and I think adding to that, I think it is not a, it is one of, like, there are so many of these tiny bars, but this one is not a sailor bar. Or is not like a, a, it's not, it is a locals bar. Okay. It is a little bit cheers in that sense. It's kind of where like, you know, new people don't often come in. Mm-hmm. It's a bar where like the same crew of people hang out a lot. And I can go ahead and say that like, that's her family. Like her extended family are the regulars. Yeah. Okay. So she's, she grows up in like a community of people in a bar in a shipping town. I think adding to that, it's her extended family, which several of those people are not actually related to her. But oh, of like, course. Yeah. No, I meant like, as if like you grew up with uh, Ted Danson, oh, gotcha. like being your uncle in yeah, Cheers. Yeah, and it's just like everybody is like cousin or uncle or or aunt or niece or something, just even if they're just a person that hangs out at the bar. Okay. So what that tells me is there's a shipping town. It's busy. It's busy. People coming and going, all sorts of types of people. Is this a story of just an owl that wants to fly away, you know, because working in the family business? Is it that kind of story or is it something else? Is she, does she board a ship just at at the right age, you know, just gets on a ship and joins a crew, you know? Is this a seafaring owl who in her young life, like, had a ship or does she rent her own and start exploring? Or does she stay in the town? Do you want I to roll on the table? Sh- Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think it through. Because this kind of, like, brings me around to an idea of why she is rogue. Mm-hmm. I like that she... Maybe the, the, the place that she lives that is isolated is still near Feathercrest. And maybe she moved away because... And maybe she lives on her own because she doesn't want to put other people in danger. Hmm, okay, that is interesting. Did that mean that she has something dangerous or has done something dangerous, or is she containing something dangerous? I think she does something dangerous. Okay. I think, let me pitch this to you. All right. If she, if in, in a town this big, in a town this big full of this much manufacturing, I like the idea that what if she is the uh, the woman that knows a person that knows a guy that something fell off of a ship. 
Ooh, so she steals. She's a smuggler. Is she smuggling? Or she's just, like, taking things from shipping containers? I think she is dealing, like, buying and selling from smugglers. And she, like, basically, in order to interact with them, in order to, like, interact with this lifestyle, she has willingly kind of, like, isolated herself from her family outside of being, like, I show up once a week, I have a box of goods, you don't ask where it came from, and I will make sure that, like, you are taken care of. Okay, so this is, like, the illicit NPC that you meet in a town who gives you, like, a quest to, like, steal things. Or, like, if you need something, you have to go through. So she's, like, a dealer on the black market, essentially? I think so. Okay. So let's let's roll on a table, then. Okay. Do we want to roll on some adolescent events, or do we want to skip to adulthood? Let's just skip. uh, Let's do one. Can we do one adolescent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a D20. Because I'm trying to, what I'm, what I'm trying to figure out right now is like, that's good. Okay, so we know that she lives outside this town because she's kind of taking advantage of it. She's like manipulating mm-hmm. the system she grew up in and she knows how that city works. I want to know why and like, why is she so dangerous? Like, what is the danger? Like, I get like sure. getting caught, but I want to know like, I want to know more. Okay, yeah. Give me a D20. 17. 17. It would help if I was on the right page. Hey. Something bad happens. Oh, love it. Roll me a D4. D4. Four. Uh, she acquires a rival. Okay. Is that it? It's all it says? There's a rival table that I'm flipping to now. Yes, please. And we'll learn a little bit about her rival. I love it. All right. Uh, roll me a D10 to figure out who the rival is. Six. An enemy of the family. Okay. 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 So I will start with, it would be easy to say it's a rival bar. Mm-hmm. But who is the enemy? It can be anything. It doesn't have anything to do. It doesn't have to have anything to do with the bar, the family business. Okay. So before we do that, before we really get into who they are, we have an idea that they're an enemy of the family. Why don't we roll a D10 and find out why they're mad at Quill? Nine. Distant ancestors were rivals. Okay, so it's an Ooh. enemy of the family. It's not just an enemy. Like, it is, is a, this is a long-time feud. Okay, so they're owls. They're snowy owls, right? Mm-hmm. What is the feud between families here? Between the Hales and the Pyres? Okay, let me, let me throw something at you. Okay. I'm struggling this episode. No, no, no. This is we're trying. Like we're we've got a, we, it's we've got a lot of threads and we're trying to string them together. Yes. Um. What if it's an intra-family struggle? Okay. So it's within the there. There's there's just two. It's like cousins and the uh, Quills parents opened a bar, basically cutting themselves off from their much wealthier and much and like status driven family Mm, okay now you're getting into some shit that basically is saying that they like denied their family like lineage or denied Mm -hmm. their they denied their family maybe it was like you know quill's parents ran away together and it wasn't supported by the family and now this is like a cousin of the wealthy elite you know branch of this family and they are rivals for some reason and is trying to destroy her family's bar and her family's like legacy and her family, right? We said that the, that 
the bar goers are her family, maybe more so than her act than like her blood family. Like her found family is what's important. To yes, her. she absolutely. hasn't talked to most of her extended fam. Her like she hasn't talked to most of the 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 greater Hale family in years. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, it's the people at the it's the people at the frosty mug that are really important to the me. The frosty mug. Okay, this is giving me an idea, Jeff. All right. Because we've established that, uh, what is it, Quill Hale? Quill Hale. That Quill Hale is a child right now, or an, a young adolescent, like, we'll say, like, 15, right? Mm-hmm. Has a rival who's, like, a 15-year-old, another owl, basically. And yeah. it's it, that's Quill's cousin, the little, the little shit. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm thinking is, for some, somehow, the rival is threatening to take away the Frosty Mug... Or yep. close it, or buy out, buy it out. I think that in you know, while Quill's parents are like, "Oh no, it's our past is finally cut up with us." Our parents found us. Our family found us in Feathercrest. Like we're fucked. You know, like it's over. I think Quill at fifteen goes and does like, "No, fuck this. I'm gonna make it. We're gonna. I'm gonna ruin them before they ruin us." Goes and you said owns like what, like a shipping charter or something. Something like that. Maybe she goes and, like, destroys vessels and stuff, like, while yeah, they're maybe docked. She, maybe she, like, actively is, like, Robin Hooding this. Because we said that the—I like the idea—I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to cycle back to an idea, like, a little idea you threw out. The Hales changed their name when they, when they, when they like, moved away—or when they moved within Feathercrest and mm-hmm. opened this bar. Yes. So the Pyres are the family that they broke away from. And, I, and so maybe she's, like, Robin Hooding the Pyre family and, like— Working, like, hiring smuggling crews and thieves and, like, living by her. And that's maybe why she's living by herself is because she's like, I've pissed off an important family in Feathercrest and I have no regrets, but I have to live by myself. My thought is she's straight up doesn't quite Robin Hood, more of just fucking wrecks it. Because I'm thinking the dangerous aspect. I'm thinking the aberrant behavior, like, where it's like, does she have a magic power? She doesn't have to. It can't just be like she sinks ships and blows them up, and I, you know what I mean, or pokes holes. I in think them. she's. I think she's just a badass. Okay, so let's go with that. But I'm thinking she does fucked up shit in order to do it. Like yeah, I think she, she, like, she ruins. Vessels. Yeah, she like ruins the Pyre family by blowing up like their fleet. She sinks them, and like now she's like wanted. She's like the most wanted person in, in Feathercrest. Can I tell you why I think she's a rogue, Jeff? Yes. Okay. There, what's the rival's name? Give me a name real quick. Polumpire. Polumpire. Polumpire, you know, is running the shipping thing and meets up with Quill, uh, Quill Hale on, like, say, the playground where they're, like, 15. Talking shit, talking shit, talking shit until Quill is like, you know what? You're right. You're right. My family is wrong. It needs to be closed. I want to join your ranks. Jeff, I think that she fucking takes over the Pyre family and commandeers the ships. Jeff, is the mm. reason why she's a rogue is because she's a pirate queen? D- 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 uh, yes. <laughs> you know, because we said, like, she's outside of the city, and she's dangerous, and she's smuggling, and she's sinking other ships. You're saying all these things, and she has a rival who, like, in true pirate way, like, this is uh, the fucking British douche in mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. This is like, uh, as if Quill Hale is like, yeah, sure, I'll join the British Navy, and then captures the entire British Navy and converts her the entire thing to pirates. She is the frozen talon, the icy oh, talon. fuck! That's so good! 
Yes, I'm thinking that this is like, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm seeing the ways of like, I need to come back to the Pyre family. Like, your ways are right. Like, I'm, thank you for seeing it that way. You know, like, and then eventually like, throws Pyre overboard, stabs Pyre, whatever, but takes it all. Let me, let me pitch you something. Let me pitch, let me, let me, let me throw you a, like a variation on that. Yes, please. Going off of the like the, the idea from earlier that that she is the person that knows a person that knows a guy that that took something off a boat, hmm. maybe she didn't kill Pullum directly. No, no, no. no. I just like maybe murder. she just like. <laughs> well, what I mean is that like she did something much, much sneakier. Okay, and like just like in like sided like sided with the Pyre family like. You know, settled into the business and mm-hmm. then slowly seeded uh, a workers revolt and, and had like and had them turn like free boaters. Oh, my gosh. She like led a mutiny. Yeah. She like actively started. A, she underground started a mutiny and then stepped up and said, I'm taking over. Oh, and said, you want the person in charge of this? I am in charge of this and I will make sure that we never that we never have to answer to another pull empire again. I have a great idea. I, I see, I have an image of like how it starts. So I'm seeing Paul Empire as being a total shitling and being like, yes, you can join the crew of one of my like, my toilet vessel. It's like where all the royal poop goes. And she has to work and like scrub the floor. And like, she's working with like, essentially what is like the lowest class of workers. And, like, starts getting to know them and meeting them and turning them against, like, yeah. you know, we don't have to live like this. Gets the toilet ship. Gets promoted because it's like, well, I've never seen the toilets cleaner. Gets promoted. Like, starts moving up basically in the ranks of that family and then eventually just leads the entire mutiny to turn this group of, like, working class, you know, bar, you know, people that would be at the Frosty Mug. You mm-hmm. know, not upper echelon. Turning them on, like, this bourgeoisie type pyre family bullshit and starts leading them then does what though like she's the frozen talon right takes over the, now the what? frozen talon that's very good by the way uh i think let's roll on let's roll on some events of adulthood but like i think that where we're at right now is that she is just like robin hooding her way across this is not Goldbeard. no like she is she is the terror of the ICCs. Yes. She is, like, she shows up and, like, basically... She's a pirate. She'll steal your shit. Is that it? Like, is is she actually, like, a pirate? Or is this, like, a goody-goody type thing? Because my question to you is, like, is this a pirate pirate? Is the Frozen Talon, like, will she sink your ship and take your stuff and bring it back home? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if we're going p- pirates, it's is it morally gray or is she a good person? I think more, I think it's a, you've already dunked on me for this, this episode, but I don't see that it can't be both. Okay, no, 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 it wasn't a dunk. It always is the right option to say that, but I'm starting to train myself to kind of expect both, and so I don't always go, oh. (laughs) And I'm sad about that, because I like making you make that It'll still happen, it'll still happen, it'll still happen. So let me pitch this to you. Okay. She takes down the Pyre family, takes to the seas, and becomes essentially... The guardian, like the gar- the the bloody guardian of the of the high seas. Ooh, it's that okay, okay. One, that's very fucking good. So can we say that Feathercrest is in like the north, like where it's very fucking yeah. cold? And yeah, yeah. can can uh that ocean be called the Sea of Tranquility? 
Okay. I just wanted to make that clear. I just wanted to say that because I think it's very sick that there's a terrifying pirate force, like, circling around the frozen waters, which weren't already scary enough. And, like, what it is, is that she is a pirate hunter Mm. of sorts. Okay. She hunts, she, like, she, she goes after and sinks and plunders pirate ships of people that she hears have been, like, looting and hurting people. I dig it. She is a pirate vigilante. Ooh, I like the term pirate hunter. That is a, it's going to be a great show on A&E. Like, if she hears rumor that, like, pirates have arrived at a small town near Mudtrap and basically burned it to the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> she, and then, like, those pirates are living high and they're like, ha we've got gold, we've got food, we've got rum. What are those black dots on the horizon? Why are we surrounded on all sides by ships? And it's just like... A terrifying owl in a pirate hat, yeah. Yeah, they just descend, and it's like, you hurt people, you die now. Well, my question is for you, uh, where does that sense of justice come from? You know, because in in most heroic stories, that's just like in someone, you know what I mean? Like, they just Mm want to do the right thing. And I know, like, the they had the bar, and it's been like, you know, it's been pooed on by like shitty family but like where does that sense of justice and protecting the weak come from is it because is it because of the bar goers i think it is and i think it's because of her parents and the amount of pain she saw her parents going through before she went through with this like mutiny plan Mm -hmm. of like we're gonna have to give up everything we worked for like they're going to lock up our assets they're going to strike contacts with all of our like strike contracts with all of our vendors so we can't get our supplies like they are going to destroy us and we've worked really hard for this life and they're going to take it away from us and she saw firsthand she's like my parents were good people and they worked hard and they they had they loved the family that they built for themselves more than anything and these assholes are going to take it from them I will not let that happen to my family, and I will not let that happen to any family. I dig it. So I see her as kind of patrolling the Sea of Tranquility, like, almost like guarding it from pirate mm-hmm. attacks. Like, like trade routes and things like that are protected by the Icy Talon. Yeah. And I, and I really dig that. Because I will, my, but my twist on this will be, my pitch is... She's rogue, she is alone, she is dangerous, right, in her mm-hmm. endeavors. Her parents do not support her methods. No, no, because no, they're, no, they're kind, good people. Yes, like, I honestly see it as, like, that she's going out there, she's, like, sinking pirate ships and, you know, bringing stuff back to the town and protecting trade routes, but she is, she's vicious. Mm-hmm. She will sink your ship, watch you like flounder in the icy water and then swoop down with her talons and devour you is what the myth is. What I think, so I went back, I said it earlier and I want to emphasize it because I think this is another good moment to emphasize. Like this is not Goldbeard, right? This is not a friendly pirate. She is absolutely a vicious, you know, like she's like, these are bad people. I'm going to punish them like bad people. Yeah, I can do bad things to them. Like an eye for an eye. And and so her family is like, you're her, you are, you, Quill, are hurting people. It does not matter that they are hurting other people. And she's like, okay, then we're, then we're done. I'm going to do what I feel is right. 
Oh, no. Just straight cuts ties with the family, but keeps them safe from afar. Yeah. In a life of isolation as this pirate, like, has the subordinates, but it's not the same. There's no family there. I see this as, like, a lonely duty, you know, Mm -hmm. like, not necessarily happy, but knows that this is, in her heart, the the thing that needs to be done. Yeah. That sucks. It does. It weighs, and it weighs on her a lot. She's like, it. I've given up a lot to do this, but I know that, like, I am doing the right thing. Can we roll on a table for adulthood, then? Yes, we can. Give me a D6. Give me a D3. So D6 over two to, uh, for one to three adult events. Two. All right. Give me a, give me two D20 added together. Added together, 19. 19. The character becomes well-known, even famous, for an event in her life. Do we want to roll on a significant event of adulthood, or do we just want to say that it's... I I don't want to say that it's just pirating. Okay. Because I want to say, I want there to be something else in her life other than this, as as there often is besides, like, work. Okay. Then roll me uh, me 2d20 again, and this is the thing that she becomes... Whatever you roll is the thing she becomes famous for. 33. The character acquires a hobby. <laughs> Do we want to re-roll or no? No, no, this is good. Roll me a d20 for the hobby that she becomes famous for as she is living the terrifying life of a pirate on the high seas. We got a 10. A 10. Uh, study. Roll me a d8 for her area of, for her area of scholarly expertise. Two. Uh, religion. Okay. <laughs> okay. So here's what, I've got a pitch for you. I, I want it. I mean, I mean, this is like a great story of like someone protecting their family bar, you know, and going out and being lonely and sad. But for me, I'm like, that ain't enough. Pitch? Superhero style secret identity double life. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, hit me. What's good? What's up? By day, she is a tenured professor of religious studies. Oh, what the? Does fantasy have religions? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Sure, fuck it. But she's like a, a scholar, right? She has papers published. She's, she's on book tours. But at night is a pirate? Is this the part where the story falls apart? <laughs> no, no. She has a double life. And she is like, she's like, I'm going to do this, but I will not let my violence define me. And so she like takes classes, like correspondence courses, and like becomes a notable professor. Is that on the pirate ship or off the pirate ship? Is every pirate ship she sinks so they have to endure her lectures? Like, she scoops them up with her talons and is like, great, now welcome to my lecture. It's that. No, it's that. It's, she's really long-winded when she's in combat. Yes. Do you want to roll in another event now that we know that she's a famous scholar and pirate queen? Yes, I do. All right, give me 2d20 added together. Eight. Eight. Character has a wanderlust and decides to travel. All right. Roll me a d8 to decide the character's travels. Four. And let's re-roll the whole event. This one's fine. It's not doing it for me. Why? Wait, what one? This whole thing? Yeah, yeah. The event, like, it feels like if we want it to be that she's got more stuff going on than just sailing. Yeah. I mean, I just want, I want it to be, like, there's, because for, for me, I always want to know, like, what does this person want? You know, what is her, mm-hmm. what is her goal from her life? Because we decided that, 
you know, she polices these trade routes and like, yes, that keeps her family safe. And that keeps, you know, Feathercrest like bustling and alive and happy. But what does she want? You know, she she entered this life of like piracy to keep her family in business. But like, Mm -hmm. what is her dream? Like, what does she want to get out of life? You know, Mm. you know, and Mm. it it can be something heroic like end corruption in shipping. Because I because I'm thinking of someone who has this family and who has this extended family that's, you know, just friends and loved ones and she keeps them safe. But like say the pirate business is booming the icy Mm -hmm. fang is killing it now what you know she's known Mm. as this legend and she lives by herself like she is outcast by her like you said her family like stops talking to her that sucks Mm. so like what does she want now that she's kind of she's kind of lost everything she's lost her Mm. identity because she's now the the icy fang of the sea of tranquility you know she's even if she is a fucking scholar, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if all that, like, the reason why we're like, uh, I don't know, it's because it doesn't feel right. I'm seeing this as, like, because she's searching for something. She doesn't, she's never had the opportunity. She had to grow up very fast. You know, like, we yeah. said she did this at 15. Yeah. She's been living on a ship and working and working, and now she has it. And she's like, I have this. My family is safe, but, like, they don't even talk to me. Like, what does she need to do now? Is it go home? I think it is. I think it is. It is. And this kind of ties back in, in my mind, it kind of like grounds the the scholarly stuff in, it kind of gives it a nice serious grounding. Mm-hmm. She's realized like, I, I can't, like, how long can I sustain this? Yeah, it's hollow. And so she's like, she's on a whole different quest of like figuring out what she's passionate about and what she wants to be and what she wants to do and like figuring out what she wants out of life. And I think part of that is like going to school, being like being at home and like being normal. You know what I mean? Having a normal life that isn't one of fucking pirates. Yeah. Like she didn't finish high school. You know, she wants to, she like missed out on a lot of things that I think were happening in her life. No one, I don't think as a kid, like she was working at the restaurant, you know, like being around like adults her entire life. There's so much, I think that as a young person, she's kind of like skipped. Mm -hmm. She went right from teenager to like pirate queen. So I think she's probably like, let me throw this at you. Do you think she's retired? Oh yeah. The icy fang. Yeah. Oh, I think it it can't continue. There's no way. And she just lets, like, she lets her crew kind of, like, carry on that legend and says, like, I'm done. Yeah, she, like, I've, steps I've established down. my it's, legend. Yeah, like, that's... She never wanted a legend. She just wanted to strike fear in the hearts of those who would kind of, like, hurt her family and hurt her community. This is, like... It's like an owl, like, you know, just protecting or something. Like, swooping down mm-hmm. and grabbing shit and bringing food back to her family. But, like, now that there's no need for that amount of, like, violence... She has to figure out what she wants. And part of it may be a quest. Part of it is maybe just staying in Feathercrest. Uh, yeah. We always have these characters, Jeff, that, like, have these experiences that are, like, difficult. You know, like, Pascal mm-hmm. had one. Mysteria has one. Like, a lot of these characters have these epic things. And we always say, like, what happens after? Like, you can't go back after that. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just, all right, I'm going to go back to high school. It's like, holy shit, the frozen fangs in my English class. Like, no. But, like, what is it, though? Do you want to roll on tables, like our old D&D tables, 
And maybe that will like inform us of like what happens now after the story of the famous pirate queen, Mm -hmm. what happens when the owl takes off the cute hat? That makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I love all of this. I think that's a great story, right? I think that is a great story. Why don't we roll on one more adult event? I'm down. And then we'll roll on some D&D tables. Cool. Because I think, like, uh, yeah, because, like, that is and that is the juiciest question that we've maybe ever asked on the show. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know that I have the answer for it. No. But I don't know if I necessarily want to provide a concrete answer for it. Yeah. I want to have, like, a general direction of, like, what's going on with her. Like, what does she want? Yeah. So give me, give me 2d20. Okay. 16. 16. Learn of use of... All right, screw this. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I think that I like the open... I like the, like, kind of lost feeling of, like, you, you know, she had a very dark and morally questionable version of it, but she had, like, a heroic journey, right? Yeah. And now that it's, like, over, what do you you have? So she, like, I like... I like that she goes to school mm-hmm. and she's like, tries that out. Do you think that she finishes? I, I don't think that anything is like grabbing this person. This is, I don't know. I kind of see this as like, like a, still the heart of like a pirate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all, all of this, this, the, the idea of like the heart of a pirate though, in this case is like, she was angry. You know, mm-hmm. this is was a this was a very angry person who was like, "How dare you?" So I'm seeing that like burning hot desire to like get your get anything you want at any cost and protect your your brood, you know, at any cost. What does that translate to once there's no adventuring, once there's no pirating to be done and no protecting? You know, what does what does fucking Batman do, you know, or when there's no crime in Gotham? All right, no, that actually kind of gives me a pretty good direction for what she does. Okay. Because I know what Batman does when there's no crime. What does he do? Because I don't know. Or rather, I know what he does when there is crime, but, like, I understand the idea of, like... Not needing Superman, you know? Right. So she owns Pyre Industries, right? Yes. She took over that family, basically. What if that's what she... What if, like, that's where she ends up? Running a business? She, like, she spends her teen years, she spends her late teen years, most of her 20s, like, floating around. She went to school, didn't really finish it. She kind of just, like, backpacked for a while. She, like, saw the world. You know, she traveled, she saw the world. But, like, nothing sat right with her. And then she kind of went back and realized, like, I could be, like, helping people. I did all of what I did in the name of helping people. But like, what good did it do? do? Those people, I didn't give the, I didn't like rebuild those people's houses. Yeah. I didn't like give those people their lives back. The people that got stabbed by pirates. What good did vengeance, what good did vengeance do those people? So maybe it's that she has to like step into her role, her, her violently obtained role of like the head of the, of Feathercrest's largest shipping concern and actually like build and run a city that is prosperous and like help people get on their feet i love it because you said she backpacks she sees the world i'm seeing Mm -hmm. this person as someone who goes on like this is another fucking episode of like quill hail trying out adventuring 
trying out, you know, like being a night watch guard, you know, Mm -hmm. like things like trying to be like, all right, I like doing this. I like doing that. Maybe was like, you know, an assassin did fucking everything there is. Tried school, tried this, tried that. Traveled the entire world, you know, sat in her ship alone, staring out at like the Aurora Borealis and is like, what the fuck am I even looking for? What is Mm -hmm. this? Like, and then... And at the end of this, all that she ever wanted was to be able to, like, hang with her family and, like, spend time at home and live, like, a simpler time. So I think it all leads back to, like, something led her to, like, I need to go home and provide for people. Yeah. And, like, I don't think she ever ends up on good terms with her parents. I think they might, like, have, they might, like, you know, have a sit-down meeting and, like, maybe talk and be like, okay, look— I'm, I I acknowledge what happened, you know, but I don't think they ever end up on the good on the best of terms again. Why not? Why do you think that? Because if she did the violency pirate thing and then stopped, she's grown a lot. I'm seeing now as like a 45 year old in human years. I think that I think it is that she just like her parents are like, you did more than we could ever. She I think she she came to them thinking that she was going to get forgiveness. Mm. And her parents are like, we can't give you that. Like, you did things that we don't think, like, if half of the rumors are true, you've done things we can't forgive. We will, like, make, break bread with you, but, like, this is not, like, this is severed. Wow. And she has to go make a new family. Like, she, much like her parents did once upon a time, makes a new family. This is truly, like, rogue, you know, flying solo, just... But, you know, she did her best, but, like, sometimes it just, the cards just don't fall that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's tragic that there's this little owl out there who's, like, did all this for her family. I think that, what you just described, happens before the quest around the world. Yeah, I think that she's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now what? Like, I thought that I could just go home, and I can't. I can't. You can't, you can't go home. No, just starts this huge business, and I think starts maybe this is like you know pyre industries what is it change the name changed or is it still pyre like the pyre corporation i think she absolutely changes the name is it icy fang or frozen fang uh i think that she i know because i think i have i have a pitch for that okay i think she changes it to i think she changes it to hail industries Mm. and it's just her little way of being like look we we've we'll never we're never going to see eye to eye we're never going to have that connection but like you helped me you helped me be who i am and i don't i'm not going to seek out seek you out but like i acknowledge that yeah i've been alone my entire life and i'll continue to be then fine i'll make my own family industry hail it's like the new family name done mm-hmm. wow yeah. fuck um can we roll on D D tables yes i've got them and i think the two last things i want to pitch is, uh, I think, in time, much like her parents, she has a found family, right? Oh, absolutely. She has people around her, business associates, friends, you know, uh, like, other boat captains, like, and she's like, okay, I lost my family, but that's okay. I have a new one. And they're just, and they mean just as much to me as the old one did. Damn. And, uh, the ice, as for the icy talon or the icy fang, all anybody knows, they're still out there. She let that legend live. She said, oh, who knows? They could still be out there for all I know. I'm here. <laughs> because the sea needs the sea needs the icy fang. It does. God does it ever. All right. 
I got D&D tables. I got the sailor. Give me a D8 for personality trait. Eight. I like a job well done, especially if I can convince someone else to do it. I think that's what the mutiny was. It was like, she didn't even bloody her hands initially. She got everyone fired up enough. She has a contagious, that spirit we said of like that aggression and that fire in her bird belly is so contagious that you can't help but be like, yeah, you know, it sucks that we're we're cleaning the toilet ship while he's up there fucking eating figs. And why do we even have a toilet ship? We can just dump our dump our waste in the water. We can just poop in a toilet like everyone else. That doesn't make a lot of sense. This is so On dumb. Like an infrastructure level, I have a lot of questions about the use <laughs> of a toilet ship. We should definitely be talking to management about this. And then they do talk to management, and that chain reaction is like, everybody's like, yeah, why am I managing a toilet ship? There's a management ship? We should just be all on the same one and just have a toilet. Why is the human resources ship only here every three months? I have questions about my benefits. And that like, because I see her. Okay. So what I see that telling me from this whole hail industries thing is, is she has no fucking part in it. You know what I mean? I don't see her Mm -hmm. at like a fucking desk. I see her just like still looking for something. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what funds it. Like, her PayPal is full of Hale Industries money, and she kind of just explores seeing what the next new thing is. Like, seeing if, honestly, what will give her happiness. And as tragic yeah. that as it is, it's as human as it comes, where it's just like, you know, you think when you get the thing, you're going to be happy, and then there's always something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially when you, she has nowhere to go, and I think she's just constantly looking for new things and yeah. new experiences and new family members, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Give me a D6 for an ideal. All right. Six, poodle. Aspiration. Someday I will own my own ship and chart my own destiny. Hmm. She wants to, she, she has, she's looking, she is looking for her real true, she's looking for her purpose now that she, think like, after everything, she still has that question of, like, what am I after? Yeah, who, well, who am I and why am I here? Like, what have I, what have I been created to do type thing? That's beautiful. Damn. Give me a D6 for a bond. One horse. I am loyal to my captain first, everything else second. I think that even at the end of all this, I will I will interpret I have a way to interpret that for me. All right. At the end of all of this, right? All of this strife with her family and the fucking pyres and I think she is still to the end deeply loyal to her parents like would still do anything for them you know what i mean thinks of them always will never think of them ill even if they don't really support her is that okay or is that i think so i think they still have a place in her heart you know as much as it hurts i think she still kind of has a place in theirs yeah of course which is why I think that they were able to like break bread to begin with. They're like we're we're family. Like you will always have a you will always have a place in our heart. But like also you you know you know even even knowing how far things have gone and the fact that they've maybe gone too far for us to ever reconcile, you're still family. Like you're still a hail mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I love it. They just can't. They'll never have that connection. But they both know like we're still family. It's true. And she's just, you know, truly, what is it? I'm always faithful to my captain, it says. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, 
that was she'll never forget you know working under them at the restaurant and just that time is always mm-hmm. like if i can get be as happy as i was when i was six i can be satisfied but just still hasn't been able to find that level of satisfaction give me a d6 for a flaw one horse i follow orders even if i think they're wrong she sticks to a point, like, once she has a, I mean, and, and I think this kind of, this is kind of the story of her life, mm-hmm. that, like, once she gets an impulse in her head, mm-hmm. like, a plan of action, she sees that, like, she was like, I'm gonna stick it to these fucking ship, like, these fucking ship-running assholes. Mm-hmm. She then becomes a pirate queen. <laughs> if she does something, she, if she sets out to do something, she fucking does it, and she goes ham. She turns it up to 11. She's like, ah, I'm really upset. Like, I didn't, it, my my meeting with my family wasn't, like, the warm reception I was thinking. I'm just going to take some time for me. Seize the whole world. Like, literally all of it. Just, like, scales mountains and, like, travels to every corner of the earth. I like this. It's just someone who is just, we, we said, like, infinite, like, the the person we've been describing this whole time is just so passionate like just Mm -hmm. infinitely and that that tells me that they have such a compassion um a level of love and like just love of things love of like life Mm -hmm. and i think that's something that has been part of all of this like genuinely we said like you know she wasn't fulfilled but i don't think she wasn't happy like she was enjoying this adventure but something, because she's always deeply loyal to her parents, something was always just tugging at her of, like, the fact that they don't support me is fucking, you know, keeps me up at night. But my God, do I love grabbing a pirate out of the water and dropping them 100 feet. And I think it's also that, like, she's never satisfied. Yeah. You know, she's happy. She loved every step of the way. She loved being in school. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it wasn't, but, like, she wasn't satisfied. She loved being on a pirate, she loved being a pirate, but, like, it wasn't satisfying. She loves running a business, but it never felt, she was never satisfied. She never stopped. She always had that hunger, that want, that desire to do something more. Can I give you an image to close on? Yes. It is a distance in the future. You know, Quill Hale is is rather old, even for beast folk, old, 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 has seen pretty much like ev- almost every corner of the world, so much so now that she's coming back to places to see how they've changed. Mm-hmm. She comes back to Feathercrest. It's been ages. The city can barely recognize it. It's gone maybe from like a port city to like an amusement park, like by the beach, you know, like some kind of seaside heights, mm-hmm. horrible thing. It's just not the same. And, you know, and she realizes that the frozen fang or the frozen talon, whatever, like her legend is it, like it's gone. It's 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 not here anymore. Like enough time has passed. So, you know, strolling her old stomping grounds, her family bar is still there. It's still intact. And she goes in, takes a seat at the bar, and out from, like, the back curtain come her parents. They're like, what can I do for you? What can I get you? And I think enough time has passed that, because they are beast folk, a little bit of even her memory has been lost to them. And Mm -hmm. she becomes just another seat at the bar, another friend of theirs who's another regular. And she can finally have some semblance of peace 
just being a regular at the bar like when she was a kid. I like that. That's a good note to end on. Cool. I like that a lot. And it's like, you know, Solid. it's difficult for her, you know, to see. But she still gets that. She gets what she's been searching for. Like, honestly, just like her parents. Just like time with people she cares about. You know, she's made all these family members across the world. But I think a part of them has always been like, I miss my mom and dad. And she finally gets mm-hmm. to come back with them. And they don't have the same relationship. And maybe at that level, it's it's better because she's not the frozen fang to them. She's just whatever she goes by. And she just gets mm-hmm. to hang out. Yeah. Cool. I like that. Good. Um, so that's a wrap. That's a wrap. On Quill Hale. The Icy Fang. The Icy Fang. Sick. Um, thank you to Moon Rules for your prompt. Thank you so much. Yeah, we got there. We got there. Took a little bit, but we got there. Um, if you'd like to submit a prompt of your own for the show's use so we can spin dope owl characters there are tons of really easy and simple cool ways you can do that there sure are you can tweet at us at amfc underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children you can post them to our facebook page facebook.com slash all my fantasy children you can email them to us at all my fantasy children at gmail.com you can post them to our discord at bit.ly slash amfc discord or you can go to all my fantasy and use the content submission form yup um uh, while you're there consider jumping into our discord channel or backing our patreon patreon supports us while we do bigger and better things you becoming a backer can give you access to bonus content early access on episodes and is a great way to help us build this little podcast that could you can also give us a nice itunes review shout out on social media tell a friend any little thing like that you know any little way to show your appreciation is deeply appreciated it, it is a, anything is a way to every shout out is a way to bring new people to the show help us grow help us do bigger and better things and we appreciate all of it it's true we really do it means the world to us just this project just means so much to us um jeff has a second podcast that you really need to be listening to if you're not i'm sure you are but if you're not uh, Party of One is an actual play, uh, RPG podcast focused on two-player role-playing games. Every week, I sit down with guests one-on-one, and we play through a short, self-contained role-playing game session. It's a different game and guest every episode, and you can find that at partyofonepodcast.com. And that's right. Um, a verbal hug this week. Uh, before that, if you like if you like your games more of the video variety, uh, our friend Aaron Catano Saez has a Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash Mount Holly Hero. Oh, I do. You can watch him play games. I do do that. You can watch me play all sorts of games. It's fun. Uh, we, we have a really great time. And you should totally jump in and hang out with us. Don't be scared. Verbal hug. Verbal hug. Hmm. 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 Not knowing what you want to do, I think is fucking okay. You know, oh, sure. it's it's a simple, I try to keep it simple sometimes, and I don't know how to, like, be eloquent on the spot. But I think, like, that search that we talked about with Quill Hale isn't bad. It was, like, it was a beautiful experience for her, and it was a positive thing, and it helped her understand, like, who she was and what she really wanted in life. So if you're feeling in a similar vein, know that, like, the journey that you're even on is what is important. You know what I'm for saying? Sure. No, 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 just like that quest and that, you know, that feeling that you're having of like, I don't know what I want. Like, you know, when you're of high school and college age or even like an adult, sometimes you're like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, what what is the point of all of this? I'm not going to be anything. I don't want to do this. My parents want me to do that. My I want to do this, but I don't think I can. Just know that like, one, you're not alone. 
And two, take mm-hmm. a second and just enjoy the quest. I don't know how to solve that one. If I did, I would be in a better spot myself. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just I just want people to know that they're not alone in feeling directionless sometimes. You don't yeah, you don't have to know where you're going. You just have to know like the next step you're taking. Exactly. You know, uh there's a there's a there's a writing quote that I wish I could remember who the, the person that said it is. I learned it in a lit class in college. That is, you don't need to see your destination. You only really need to see as far as your headlights. Ooh, that's fair. And good. like that's that's good life advice. It like is. you don't you know, I, I I still don't know where the fuck I'm going, but like <laughs> I'm having fun doing things that I like doing and that's good enough for me, you know? And we'll uh, like I will I'll figure out where I was going when I look back and see where I went, you know? Like it's it's totally okay and as long as you're asking the question and as long as you are seeking that answer, I think that's more than okay. I think that's admirable. Like, I admire that in you, that you, I admire that in anyone that, like, says, what am I after? What am I looking for? You know, that is a beautiful quality, and I, 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 I hope that you keep that in mind as you go about your day. Tam, that was a very good verbal hug, Jeff. No, we did it. We fucking crushed we that. We fucking killed that one. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go and end this episode. Until next time, friends. Good, good night, night and, and good, good game. game.